The police department in Little Egg Harbor, New Jersey, has a motto, like most do, protect and defend, and that means even in the sleepy little spot of 13,000 near Atlantic City, officers have to be watchful for anyone who might break the law. Like, say, this guy, who was the topic of an alert the police department there issued to residents Friday. That report said all schools had been placed on lockdown because there was a subject considered by police to be armed and dangerous on the loose. That alert advised residents in all caps to not approach the subject, but to instead call 911 and give the whereabouts of the dude with a gun who was riding a tricycle. <laughs> now, it was one of those adult bicycles with three wheels, but three wheels is still a tricycle. Anybody else picturing a baby fake Nelson with a diaper on? Pedaling up and down the street yeah, with yeah. a shotgun in his hand. <laughs> well, welcome this Monday morning to the Morning Road Show. It's the program where four out of five plumbers here in Gibson County say yeah. they enjoy listening to this program while they're unclogging toilets. <laughs> For the first time in my life, yeah. I have just as much hair on my face as I do on my head. <laughs> it was a barbershop trip that went horribly wrong. I mean... You know, that's happened to me once before as well. I remember that. Yeah. It wasn't like this, though. No, no. Uh, my, you could you could still hear, tell that I had hair. Yes. You're pretty well... Um, you're pretty well chrome-domed today. I'm telling you, you Cliff. Tell? Yeah, it was, it's a close to shave. My, uh... Yeah. My stubble on my face is yeah. longer than my hair on my head. <laughs> First time ever. Right here. I feel a little... Well, cold is what I feel. My head is freezing. When I, uh... Try to slip on my shirt, you know? Yeah. Pullover shirt. Yeah. It gets stuck on my head. <laughs> Which is not the same way shirts get stuck on my head. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you might, you know, catch the fabric and ruin your shirt with your stubble. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah. It's like a Velcro head I have. <laughs> Velcro. Wait, I don't think there's any red-blooded American male who hasn't felt the urge. When faced with a long, straight stretch of highway... Let's just see how fast this thing will go. And if you had a second red-blooded American male, or at least someone who you think is one in the lane next to you, well, that's a recipe for drag racing, such as the stuff of which Hollywood legend is made. Unless, of course, you live in Florida. Police in Clearwater say it was around 2 a.m. Friday when a man revved his engine and tried to bait a fellow motorist into racing across the Courtney Campbell Causeway. Now, that's a stretch of highway basically built on a levee over Old Tampa Bay, water on both sides, and it's almost nine miles long. 20-year-old Connor Prolica of Tampa soon was pushing the accelerator to the floor and was going about 124 miles an hour when he realized that he had not left the other driver in the dust. No, that motorist was catching up, and rather quickly, as dude had tried to bait into racing an officer of the Clearwater Police Department who was on duty and in a patrol car at the time. <laughs> Prolica later admitted he didn't realize he was trying to race a cop car. Perhaps he should have paid more attention. His need for speed saw him become arrested on a misdemeanor charge of racing on a highway, but that's also going to cause a parole violation for two other felony convictions. <laughs> I've never done that. Well, you've... Really? I, I mean, I, I'm not surprised, because as I'm writing the story, I'm thinking... Except for Weed, who's never had a car that he really wanted to see how fast it will go. I, I mean, that's right. <laughs> I've never had a car that was fast. I'd love to have a Dodge Challenger. Yeah. Oh, I'd look good in one of them, too. <laughs> Maybe Santa Claus. 
I don't think Santa will bring you Maybe one. Maybe Santa. Huh? I've been pretty yeah. good this year. Well, I'm always pretty. But I was good this oh my year. Goodness. West Virginia can let out a sigh of relief today. West Virginia? Yes. Why? Because a new study ranked Idaho as the dumbest state <laughs> in the United States. Really? That's right, Cliff. Idaho. Yes. Well, that's not what I would have thought at all. I wouldn't have either. But the, uh, I guess they would be called Idahoans? I believe so. They are screaming and hollering about this, saying we can't be the dumbest of all 52 states. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. But I'll bet you West Virginia's 51st. What do you bet, Cliff? I, I bet you're right. Well, the flabometer is here. If you've looked on our Facebook page, Weed and Cliff in the Morning, yes. you can see the beautiful flabometer that we'll be using on Wednesday to weigh Cliff and myself. Mm-hmm. And we'll get that total. We'll eat over the festivities of Thanksgiving, come back Monday around 8.15. Yep. We'll re-weigh again, and that's when we'll have you guess our combined weights on the second day. Did we gain? Did we lose? Right. Did we stay the same? Mm-hmm. I would not bet on staying the same. I'm just saying that right now. And if you're the winner, Cliff, yeah. you're going to receive the actual flabometer. And it's a beauty. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a nice scale. It's a very nice scale. See-through, as a matter of fact. So you can oh, put, like, is. your picture so you could, underneath well, it as you're some, sinking your weight. Someone's picture. Anybody's <laughs> picture. And it comes to us from Walker's Hometown Store here in Princeton. We've also yep. got gift certificates. Mm-hmm. In our prize package, if you were the winner from Barry's Produce and Country Market, the Palace Cafe, mm-hmm. and of course, it's not Thanksgiving unless it's Maidlow's Liquor Store. That's right. <laughs> because <laughs> so, we were been waiting for the sponsor list. We knew we were going to have some folks. And when I saw Maidlow's, I'm like, well, what says Thanksgiving more than, I don't know, a bottle of vodka or something like that? <laughs> what, what says Thanksgiving more, Cliff, yeah. than I've got to be drunk to put up with my relatives? <laughs> And all of you are nodding, going, oh, yep, there's yep. one or two mm-hmm. that it helps. Yep. Mm-hmm. I read this morning, Cliff, of Florida yeah. High School will be the very first high school in the country yeah. to use synthetic frogs for dissections <laughs> in biology labs. Synthetic frogs. Yes. Fake frogs. I think that's a great idea. Why would you say that? Well, you that? can use it over and over, and you don't have to get new frogs every <laughs> year. Is that not true? Well, that's true. It's almost, though, like a rite of passage. You really haven't, you know, taken a high school science class until you've dissected a frog, a real frog, one that's been soaking in that stuff, that chemical that preserves it, whatever that stinks to high heaven. I love the name. <laughs> Synthetic frogs. Synthetic frogs. It sounds like a <laughs> obscure 60s psychedelic band group, you know. <laughs> did you dissect cats when um, you were in high school? I didn't. I didn't. I did not. It was done, but I didn't take that class. <sighs> There is nothing on this earth <laughs> yeah. that has the smell yeah. of a dissected four-week-old cat. I'm telling you, Cliff, <laughs> that about, I don't know, 200 kids yeah. have had their hands playing with these innards. <laughs> yeah, see, that. I think at the time that I was at PCHS, um, that was like an advanced biology class. Wow. And, and, I had, and instead of that, I chose to take earth science with the plate tectonics and all that other Geology beeswax. This was standard yeah. biology. Well, it was. Huh? I, yes. Wow. I mean, as a freshman, <laughs> there you see Fluffy. <laughs> With its innards splayed out all across the table. Several Fluffies. Yeah. <laughs> it's like working at a morgue. Oh, I got morgue duty a six period today. 
Lead police in the small town of Tarrant, Alabama, population 6,397, had one of those all-points bulletins issued late last week for these three guys. The trio was caught on surveillance video committing a crime early one morning last week at a convenience store in that town. Reports say while the store was closed, one of them backed up a white Ford Ranger pickup truck to the front door, then another hooked a chain to first to the truck and then to the front door of the convenience store. Third guy was standing around with his hands in his pants watching. After the chain was hooked, the driver pulled away, ripping the front door from its hinges, thus providing easy access to the convenience store and its entire contents. Police say one of the three stepped into the store and stole a 12-pack of Fago Pop. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff is so bad. I don't Some even of know. the flavors that you can get in Fago, I'm like, really? Those flavors exist? I mean, the root beer is pretty good. And we have uh, we get the cream soda, too. That's pretty good. But some of the, like, I don't know, orange, pineapple, pomegranate, something. I'm like, who would drink this? <laughs> Somebody in Alabama wants to drink it for free. Just when you are running out of things to worry about in your life, there's now a global shortage of horseradish. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. I particularly <laughs> love that stuff. Oh, you don't? You do? I do. I'm not a huge hot fan. Yeah. But for some reason... Horseradish does the it's trick a... for me. <laughs> I don't know why, but it does. Okay. I mean, everyone has their own little kinks, I suppose. Yes. But, uh, I, I have eaten it on occasion. I, I can't remember if it's, is it like with fish or something that you, uh, like in tartar sauce, you can put some horseradish in and kind of kicks it up a notch. I put it on um, bratwurst. Oh, that's it Italian too. Italian sausages. Yeah, that's it too. That's what I love to put it but on. But really, if there's a shortage... You don't have to worry about me burning up the last of the world's supply of horseradish. Well, I tell you what, some good horseradish is hard to find. The best is homemade. Yeah. If you know somebody that can make it, yeah, that stuff will set your world on fire. And that's what yeah. the folks that make those things that you eat every morning, those pop tarts, yeah, that's what they should do. We mean, what they do you should, mean they should do that? They should what have a mystery about? box, <laughs> like you buy the brown cinnamon, yeah, and all of them in that box. Or brown cinnamon. Except for one. Yes. <laughs> and it's just stuffed full of horseradish. The kind that bites you. That would be fun at home. No families <laughs> gathered around. Not at my home. <laughs> well, Cliff Friday, yes. I decided to start getting in shape for our Edathon coming up <laughs> this weekend. That's right. The Edathon. The I, Edathon? I went to the store. Yeah. And I bought a six pack. Of zero candy bars. Okay. And Friday afternoon, setting it home yeah. in my Lazy Boy, yeah. I figured out that I can eat yeah. three zero regular size candy bars before Judge Judy makes her first decision. <laughs> and that's how you train. Are you doing anything well, special for this Edithon? Well, okay. Are you colon cleansing or anything? Well, funny you should mention that. I mean, we are doing the Gobble Fest. Yes. We have the fl uh, flabometer, and Wednesday we'll be weighing in on the flabometer. Around 8.15. And uh, we hope to do that live on Facebook so people can see the uh, scales actually in use, uh, courtesy of uh, Walker's Hometown Store. Yes. Um, so, and then we're going to, I thought, I mean, I thought it was originally going to set up to where we would just go through our normal Thanksgiving traditions, and then we would come back and weigh in on Monday. And see if we had gained or lost. 
but apparently you're, I don't know, practice eating or something. You're training. I'm it's training. The Olympics. Yes. So I went ahead and ordered something from Amazon uh, called, um, let's see, what's it called? Oh, the, the Essential Colon Cleanser. It's a 15-day detox. So you take these pills once a day for 15 days, and I'm by the time we get to Thursday, I'll I'll be through the process. Wow. <laughs> wow. And, it, you know, if you notice me getting up more than usual to go to the men's room, that's the uh, colon cleanser at work. So you are getting serious <laughs> about this. So we're going we're gonna to clean out and then weigh in on Wednesday, and then we're going to see what happens when we come back on Monday. 22. 22. We're going to gain 22 Two pounds, pounds between so, us. Huh? I think so. Okay. If there's a lemon we'll meringue pie, there's six pounds <laughs> just for me. Well, when you get to Thanksgiving dinner this week, and yeah. I want you to head straight for the kitchen and double-check the meat thermometer of the turkey because... Well, whoever's cooking, that won't offend them any. <laughs> but according to the survey out, Cliff, and it's got me a little bit scared now. I hope I don't catch this, and I have a fear of this. 22% of people have gotten food poisoning over a holiday event. Really? That's a lot. It's almost a fourth of everybody. That's a quarter of, yeah. That's a, wow. I've never had food poisoning, but I'm not well, kidding. I'm scared of it. I, I throw no. stuff away. Yeah. Even though it's probably good, <laughs> and my mom would smack me if she was here before throwing it out, but I'm yeah. just a little fearful of it. You ever had it? I probably have, yeah. Um, once or twice, probably. And it was it's just one of those, you know, it's like you have the stomach flu for like two days, and then you get better. I've never had any of the serious stuff, you know, that can kill you. I've heard people say that yeah. that have had it. Yeah. It's like you feel like you're never going to get better. This is true. It's like I mean, you're it, slow it, death. It, it hits you hard. Um, but not from holiday eating. <laughs> That's going to throw the flabometer off if one of the other of us get it. <laughs> or both of us, yes. <laughs> now I'm a little bit paranoid. I don't know what that fear is either. Yeah. There's got to be a name for that phobia, that if you're afraid of getting food poisoning. And I... I don't know. Really bad about it. I think it might be like Cheeto Gurgitate or something like that. <laughs> it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Mm -hmm. Our fourth myth about the pilgrims, Cliff. Yes. Not only did they not dress in black, they did not wear those funny buckles on the front of their outfits okay. that we all picture them in. Yeah. Those weird-looking shoes. Yeah. Or the black steeple hats. Okay. The buckles basically serve as an emblem of quaintness. And that's why illustrators have put the little buckles on them, along with dear old Santa Claus. Okay. Even the blunderbuss. Wait, wait, wait the blunderbuss? The blunderbuss. <laughs> wait, wait, that has to do with the pilgrims? Yes. Because I thought a blunderbuss was, I don't know, when you and I said something goofy on the radio that we shouldn't have said. Like that morning I said, I'm Cliff Ingram, Republican. Oh, yes. Well, that's yeah. right. That's, that, that day I had to do an obituary for a guy named Harry Dickman. <laughs> blunderbuss. Yes, no. That's not what a blunderbuss <laughs> that, is. That's not it. No. Oh, okay. The blunderbuss yeah. is a short, large caliber gun yeah. that's flared at the uh, end of it. Oh. You oh. know, you've seen them carrying it around yeah, that's on like pictures. A classic, uh, you know, because w when you're in school, they give you these, uh, here's like a color this in. Yep. And it's for pictures of pilgrims. And invariably, one of the dudes in the little black, outfit with the belt buckle and the goofy hat carrying a blunderbuss that gun that's not uh not a pilgrim thing no it well it wasn't used for hunting 
at all. Well, it wasn't, huh? No, they didn't go out and shoot a wild turkey with that blunderbuss. <laughs> it basically was used for crowd control. Oh, because you could shoot a whole bunch of things at one time. Well, people pretty well, but yes, that's what yeah, it was. Blunderbuss. And all of that hmm. you can take to the bank, including the blunderbuss part. <laughs> I still think it's when we say something on the radio that we shouldn't have said. <laughs> Blunderbuss. We'd have a bunch of those on notched yeah, up on be, our belt. we'd be experts. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, start with number three. I've got to be drunk to put up with my relatives. Number two, that's the colon cleanser at work. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today I selected for a reason, and that, my friend, is to teach you a lesson. Number one, blunderbuss. And the lesson to you is... You don't have to answer every text message that comes in because Nick from Otwell just moments ago said he was going to have the word blunderbuss tattooed across his butt cheek. It was not necessary for you, my friend, to reply, picks or it didn't happen. Oh, yes, that's... <laughs> no one wants to see that! Not even in black and white. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a good lesson to learn. That was a blunderbuss for you today. Yes. <laughs> On November 25th... <laughs> I blunderbust us <laughs> to the news. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that support the podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.